More than likely, you're familiar with the parable that we heard today. We often call it the story of the Good Samaritan. All parables, remember, are allegories. They're analogical in their language. So you can look at them from many different ways and many different perspectives. So I encourage you this morning to perhaps think about this parable of the Good Samaritan in a way that you may not have considered it before. Consider this. The man who fell victim to robbers and was beaten up, laid at the side of the road, left for dead, is you and me. We've been beaten and robbed on so many different levels. Some of us have been robbed by the innocence of our youth through abuse or bullying or both. Some of us have literally been robbed by people that cheated us, treated us unfairly. Some of us have suffered through the sinful actions that we ourselves have chosen. We've been robbed of relationships, our health, of a peaceful life because of bad choices that we may have made. Sometimes these hurts are the worst. The worst of all because we've done them to ourselves. Each of us, at one point or another in our lives, has been that man lying on the side of the road with no one to help him. The people who pass by on the road are those who could have helped us. However, for whatever reason, they didn't help. Maybe it was our parents. Not to blame them, but maybe it was our parents who had their own problems and they didn't realize what we were going through. They just didn't see it. Perhaps they were teachers or priests who couldn't look past our unruly behavior. They couldn't see that we were hurting. When we needed compassion and empathy, they looked down on us and judged us. Maybe they were people we turned to for help, but just took advantage of us. Even more so, kicked us when we were down. At one point or another throughout life, all of us know what it's like to have no one around to help. Worse still, we know what it's like to have people walk by and not care enough to help. The next thing I'd like for you to consider is that the Good Samaritan is Jesus. He comes to us when we have hit rock bottom, when we have exhausted all of our options and have nowhere else to turn, he stoops down to pick us up, to take care of us, and to bring us back to life. Maybe some of you feel like that man left for dead on the side of the road. You might feel rejected, abandoned if nobody cares. You feel like you're invisible. You may think you're out of options, but never forget, there is hope. Jesus is reaching out his hand to you. He wants to lift you up, carry you to where you need to go. So open your heart, let him in. Lay down your burdens, lay down your guilt and your shame. He will begin to heal you. As we sang in today's responsorial psalm, Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. The journey of healing and transformation can be long, but Jesus will never abandon you if you simply turn to him. Even when you lose your way, he will find you. So all who are broken, 
Lift up your face. Lay down your hurt. Lay down your heart. For earth has no sorrow that Jesus can't heal. Jesus, the good Samaritan, pours oil and wine into the victim's wounds and bandages them. The oil and the wine represent the sacraments that Jesus gives the church, in particular, the sacraments Jesus gives us for healing. Now, if you remember your sacramental education, your sacramental catechesis that you might have received, oh, 150 years or so ago, you remember typically, traditionally, we talk about three sacraments of healing, baptism, confession, and the anointing of the sick. Let's give it a little bit of a twist today. Consider that first sacrament, which is baptism. That is indeed a sacrament of healing, for it washes away our sins, brings us into the family of God, makes us daughters and sons of God. Then we have the sacrament of confession, that another sacrament of spiritual healing. The sacrament of confession is the way that Jesus heals us by showing us his mercy when we have sinned. Now here's a sacrament that really is the ultimate sacrament of healing that you may not have considered before. In Holy Communion, Jesus gives us his body and blood to strengthen and nourish us on our way to healing and wholeness. When we are battered, broken, when we have been weighed down with guilt and shame, we can find forgiveness here in what is really the ultimate sacrament of healing. The ultimate sacrament of reconciliation is the Eucharist where you receive Holy Communion. Think about what that word communion means. It means through the true body and blood of Jesus, we are reunited with him and Father and Holy Spirit as one in communion, that community of church, of the Trinity. We are united as one and healed. We can also find that same sense of having our guilt lifted, our shame lifted in the sacrament of confession. Then we come and receive Holy Communion, which restores communion and thus relationship with God. By receiving these two sacraments frequently, our wounds are bandaged. Our health is restored. What else happens in the story? The Good Samaritan brings the man to an inn where he leaves him in the care of an innkeeper. Who's the innkeeper represent? Well, the inn represents the church. The innkeeper represents the people of the church, the people of God, who are meant to take care of the poor, the wounded, and the needy. Pope Francis says the church is a field hospital, a field hospital where each of us is called to heal wounds and warm the hearts of the faithful. These beautiful images are what it means for us to be the baptized people of God. We are meant to be a place where people can find refreshment and relief in a world that constantly beats us down. In the midst of a society today that tells us that only the rich and powerful matter, we discover in this sacred place, this sacred space, that we are loved unconditionally by the God who created us. When we are told that we are worthless or have ruined our own lives by our bad behavior, we learn here that there is no sin which cannot be forgiven and no person who doesn't matter. Here, we find a place where we belong no matter who we are, no matter what we've done, 
no matter how bruised and broken we are, here in the presence of the risen Lord, we find healing. Here today, this morning, turn to the Lord in your need and you will live.